What's shaking, YouTube nights? Welcome to Lords of the Long Box presents the cover price shakers of the week. This is the last show before Halloween, so we all came in costume, kind of. Uh, Jack is just, you know, Jack. I didn't is get just... the memo, man. <laughs> oh, sorry, man. Yeah, I'm not going live on Sunday because it's Halloween. So this is our last show before Halloween, man. So while you guys are congregating, let's get some spooky music, shall we? That's straight gave me chills, man. Yeah. Maybe want to pop my carler. Here's the awesome. scene from from Doctor Strange. What's up, everybody? Or shall I say, what's shaking you tubanites? Welcome to the Cover Price Shakers of the Week. Um, sponsored by our friends at uh, Cover Price. Let me introduce the panel first. I got my man, aka 
Mr. Bolo Jack. Say what's good to people. What's going on, everybody? Happy Thursday. And uh, Chef Boy JB, say what's good to everybody. Hey, 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 everybody. Thanks for joining us again for the... You know what? They actually got a shot at this list. You guys, yeah. this is the this couple, is probably yeah. the best shot you've ever had at getting someone on a list because there's there's some easy ones on here for sure. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of easy, Dark Side Jedi, say what's good to hey, the people. Hey, 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 Thursday night shakers list. My favorite of the week. Let's get into it. That is get into it. This show is sponsored by our friends over at CoverPrice.com. Sign, go to CoverPrice.com. Sign up for a two week free trial or six ninety nine a month. Just the price of a McRib starting November 1st. Price guides, collections, and trends. You know what? They typically have, uh, you can get two McRibs for six bucks when they go on specials. So yeah. watch out for that. Show is also sponsored by our friends over at KRSComics.com. Go to KRSComics.com. Use the discount code of LOTLB to get 15% off any KRS Comics exclusives. And they have a special Halloween comic coming out Friday, mm-hmm. 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Would you look at that? Sexy. DC versus vampires. Bring those vice vampires back, man. Let's yeah. do it. DC versus vampires by Warren Liu, uh, Trade Dress, and Virgin. Uh, never looked any better. You know, look at there that. was a time when vampires was it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You had Warren True Blood. Liu. You had all the... Uh, what was the new? What was those? Twilight. Twilight. Yeah, you had all that. Yeah. True Blood first few back. seasons are really good, and then it just went weird. It just, uh, yeah. <laughs> and plus, you got Anna Paquin uh, nudity too, so you know you got that. But yeah, uh, once again, this is the comic book shakers of the week. This list comes from our friends from Cup Price, focusing on new sales or the most interesting sales found on their exclusive daily shakers list. This list changes several times every day. So make sure you check out every day to review some of the hottest trending books on the market. Uh, after we count off these 10, they're in alphabetical order. We'll go and see what's shaking today, boys and girls. So shall we get things started, my ghouls and gals? All right. Who, up first, JB. Are you what ready? You got? Let's do it. First up on the list, we've got Amazing Spider-Man issue number 106, originally published in 1972. Man, that was a great year from Marvel Comics. Now, this issue features the first time Spider-Man is unmasked. And while that's not really key information, this book sells for huge amounts in 9.8. For example, this week, a 9.8 sold for a high sale of $6,928. Now, that's not even the highest. That goes to a sale back in February of this year for $7,877. But due to its age, 9.8s are tough to get. There are only 12 on the CGC census. Amazing Spider-Man is one of the most valuable comic series. So this high premium on a book that sells for about 24 bucks raw. Hmm. That makes some sense, right? I get it. Wow. Really? I mean, 9.8. It's all about the grade. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great book. Come on. This book is, I'll tell you, I know, I know really well. This book is almost 49 years old. No, it's yeah, actually over it's 49 birthday years book, old. Yeah, Man, it's, but it's, it's I, I also think that yeah. people are getting it because of the Spider-Man three storyline, right? Where they find out he's actually Probably. Peter yeah. Parker. You know, I mean, I think that's a, a loose relation to it. You know, sometimes people, but okay. 
seven grand for a 9.8, you know, because obviously, you know, from the trailers, we know everybody finds out that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. And then he asked Dr. Strange to do some crazy stuff and to forget everybody mm -hmm. to forget him. So I can see how maybe people like specking, Hey, you know what? When's the first time we, you know, uh, he's unmasked or he's, you know, obviously the you, decades and decades of Peter Parker stories of, you know, you know, we don't we want to talk about the whole Mephisto thing where they retconned everything and, you know, with him and MJ. But uh, still amazing that Spider-Man issue 106 uh, for seven grand for a nine point eight. Wow. Look at that. All right. What's up next on the list? This uh, this quite possibly it could be an offer. Uh, <laughs> Beavis and Butthead, bro. <laughs> it's number one. <laughs> and this is the second print from 1994. Here is another nostalgia-based book for you. In the 90s, Beavis and Butthead were immensely popular. I can speak for that myself. I would stay up very late to watch them. So much so that uh, even had their own feature film, Beavis and Butthead Do America, which opened as the number one film back in December of 1996. With the duo returning in a new feature film on Paramount+, Plus, they're suddenly relevant again. With all these factors, their first comic book is trending. Specifically, this Red Glove second print hit a new high sale of 325 bucks for a CGC 9.8. Many sellers list this as an error since the first print had a pink glove. However, since it affected the entire line, it's not really a major malfunction, mal manufacturing mishap. Regardless, it is harder to find than the more common first print. There are definitely out there so keep a lookout for the red glove when digging in them long boxes so i'm old enough to remember um when beavis and butthead was on mtv and they used yeah, to man. do like a mystery theater 3000 where they talked about the music videos right and they would make fun phenomenal here's a trivia in the live chat so each of them had a t-shirt right one was metallica and one was, i think was acdc do you remember the little dorky kid that uh, yes. came out? Stewart. What T-shirt was he wearing? Uh, what band was on that shirt? You, you know the character I'm talking about, right? She's only 17. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, he had this, like, whack-ass, you know, he was, like, trying. There you go. Uncanny swag. You get a Marvel no prize. It was Winger. There you go. Man, Winger. I love our, I nice. love our group. I Dude, love this our, chat our, is our awesome, live chat, man. man. You the guys are awesome, man. All right, so uh, Beavis and Butthead, number one, the second print from March 1994 for a cool 325 bowlings. All right, what do we got for number three? I think this is going to be another offer. Yeah, we're kicking it back a little old school uh -huh. here. <clears throat> we're talking about Dynamic Comics number 11 from Chesler Dynamic in 1944. And when it comes to pre-code horror, another prolific artist during this time frame was Gus Rica. His influence on early comics is immense. He provided artwork for books like Haunted Horror, Dynamic Comics, and Punch Comics. In fact, his cover for Punch Comics number 12 is one of the most in-demand pre-code horror books. It's always in any top 10 most valuable PCH list. As books from this time period gain more popularity, the market moves like a wave across an artist's like Gus Rica's covers and lifts the market values across those as well. His Dr. Doom cover for Dynamic Comics number 11 is one of those which had sold for a new high raw sale of $3,011. Uh, 
Wow. His last work was in 1950, and he died a few years later in 1956, which was just two years after, uh, what's it, uh, Seduction of the Innocent and the formation of the Comics Code. Wow. You know, that Punch Comics cover is one yeah, of my show you guys favorite again, covers man. of all this, time. This would be wow. the comic to show off for Halloween comic man, covers. Look at that. I would that buy this dope. book specifically. For that, I would uh, make that like as a t shirt, dude. That is, yeah, dope. that's, that's really dope. dope. Yeah, yeah, ushering uh, yeah. in the skull covers there. Yeah, so uh, Dynamic Comics number 11 from Chesler Dynamic 1944. Love these horror, you know, we can't have a cover price list without some type of uh, horror books, and you know, it's good, it's good to see that horror books are making a resurgence. I mean, I don't know if you know they ever went away, but there is definitely a market of people, you know, definitely. I, I, sp- I always love seeing non-hero books get on the list because that's all we see we're inundated with hero books so when the non-hero books get on the list it's always fun yeah uh so dynamic comics number 11 from 1944 raw three thousand dollars good i wonder what the raw grade was jeez all right next what do we got up next all right next up on the list we've got gi joe special number one from 1995. Now, this is a great story. Lately, the market has been favoring Todd McFarlane covers. Now, this is especially the case for any book outside of Spawn and Spider-Man, which are already pricey. Now, this particular G.I. Joe book, uh, this particular G.I. Joe special reprints issue number 61 and was released two months after the core series ended with issue 155. Okay. Aside from a great cover, what makes this book interesting is how Marvel replaced the interior artwork with unpublished artwork from Todd McFarlane. So, let me tell you how it goes. Back in 1987, McFarlane, an inexperienced new comic artist, drew this issue number 61, but was ultimately rejected as his artwork was deemed unusable. Marvel instead brought in veteran Marshall Rogers to redo the issue. However, by the end of the G.I. Joe series in 1994, McFarlane was a full-blown comic book superstar, and Marvel saw the value in reprinting the issue as originally planned. So, not so unusable as it turns out, right? Now, with his name on the book, many tend to think that this is also a McFarlane cover, but it's not. Artist Phil Gosier created this on-point homage to Todd Spider-Man number one. Overall, it's a cool book for McFarland fans just on overall history of the book alone, and now it's highly valuable collectible as it hit a new high sale of $992 for a CGC 9.8. Yeah, Jesse Bell brings up an interesting uh, thing, because I was noticing it too, man. The hand holding the knife looks a little anatomically weird to me, like the fingers and uh, you know what I mean? You know, you know, there's always things about posing on comics, uh, but man, that hand is uh, he's a ninja, though. So who knows, man? Maybe he's got some ninja tricks we don't know about. He could do with his fingers. So G.I. Joe special number one from February 1995, almost a cool grand for a nine point eight. Man, who would have thunk it? All right. What do we got up next? Here is Miss Marvel number one. This is the get ready for it seventh print from back in 2014. <laughs> We've gotten all the way down to the seventh print, everybody. 
Uh, we cover this subsequent printing for Miss Marvel number one frequently, but they simply keep hitting new highs. A trailer for Disney Plus's Miss Marvel series is just around the corner, and now it's time to pick up a copy. However, prices are already pretty darn high for many of them. <laughs> the seventh print hit a new high sale of seven hundred and fifty bucks for a CGC nine point eight. Crazy, crazy, crazy. You, I mean, who who crazy. bought a seventh print? print? That's crazy. So yeah, who bought a seventh print? That's nuts. Well, I mean, that's all the rage now. You know what I mean? I mean, this is back in um, when Marvel just used to do different colors <laughs> to do it for, for right. the different printings, right? I mean, it was. I mean, now the 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 thing that Marvel does is they the, the when they do a reprint, they actually take like a, a splash page or a, pan, a panel from the previous issue and put it on the cover. Uh, but back in the day, I mean, even way before this, if you think about in the maybe 90, 80s, 90s, like, you know, uh, first silver, uh, I'm trying to think, uh, first silver sable and, and some other issues, the second printings were simply a different color. Um, you know, nowadays, you know, second printing, they get a totally different cover artist, you know, and some of those actually outsell the first print, you know. So, uh, but damn, seventh but what's cool about what's cool about this one is this one wasn't driven actually as much by the collector base as it was readership. The initial readership for the early print the print runs were low, and this is a book that just gained momentum as time went by, uh, and, and now has become kind of like one of the modern staples uh, for Marvel. It's so much so that it's like it, there's like colleges have included the trade. As part, of, uh, as part of like programs and things like that. So this one was like a special book. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you think it's expensive now. Wait till the trailer or the show drops. Right. I mean, you know, you know, all of us are safe to say close to being middle aged men. Miss Marvel may not be your cup of tea, but there is a whole swath of young people, young girls that love Miss Marvel and yeah. the characters because you know, it's just like everything else, man. TV shows, there's some for kids, there's some for teenagers, some for YA, there's some for adults. And, you know, you got, you know, a little bit of everything. But uh, it's good to see uh, Miss Marvel getting on there. Man, uh, you know, I, I my guess is that on Disney Plus Day and what, November 12th, that we're going to see a, probably our first trailer for it because they've been shooting it for a while now. I mean, there's been set photos, so fully expect to see Miss Marvel moon Knight, uh when and you know whatever else they're working on and some other announcements so it's gonna be huge they're gonna say hey hello dc fandom hey look at what we're gonna do here so uh there you go miss so marvel think, number one go do you ahead. think that the days of the seventh printer over i mean i we just had an announcement from the you know, uh image that's they're not even gonna be doing second or third prints anymore they're done yeah it's i be think that was due world. to some uh, a paper shortage and all the shipping and everything but i Which mean if you look at to be temporary but. yeah it's temporary i mean look at something that's killing the children these independent comics that have these all these crazy multiple printings right i mean it's it's going back to the cash. It's going back to the bank, right? I mean, why not? Especially now in this heightened state of collectorism. Can I say that collectorism? I just did. Um, <laughs> that collectors look and seek out seventh, you know, multiple prints because you know, it's just. What was the first odd. book to get a multiple printing? I wonder. Oh man, that's a good question. That'd be a Somebody good trivia question. That's yeah. a great trivia question. Yeah. Uh, it, it was in the late 80s, I want to say, uh, maybe early 90s that, you know, they started doing second printings, uh, maybe even sooner. Who knows? In the live chat, somebody uh, spew it, it out. Well, if you it depends got... on, too, what you call a second printing, because they also, like, reprinted books under different titles, like where you had, uh, 
Like, no, exactly. I mean, I mean, or what about like, X Men? Didn't X Men yeah. reprint all their stories with different yeah. covers? Oh yeah, then you had classic X Men, and, and, no, and I don't mean it. I don't mean the reprint. I mean like straight up second, straight up second print. print. Yeah, yeah. Like it's the same cover than a seventh. Yeah, it, it just says you know it's. It well, I remember printed. Star Wars having the reprint words sitting on the side. I mean that's. That's yeah, there print. you go. There was a Star Wars reprint as well. So it goes back pretty far. I mean, you know, I mean, obviously, I mean, it's it, it started out of necessity, right, where it sold out and they're like, well, how can people we get people to read more comics? Well, let's just reprint it so people can, you know, have a copy to read. You know, nowadays mm-hmm. there's multiple ways to consume comic books. So, you know, you know, printings are, you know, people still get them, though, especially if it's a hot book. And as and, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, I think as the prints get higher like second third fourth print the print runs are lower right they i don't think they make a seventh print that's a huge run as they are i mean you know it's funny like nowadays in your lcs you go there and then it's like uh, you know it's a second printing already you know and sometimes they announce a second printing before the first print even comes out because of pre-sales and demand for it so it's just uh it's just capitalism 101 get that money son so miss marvel issue number one the seventh print from 2014 for $750 and a 9.8. All right, let's get some splash on here. Yeah, now we're talking point one, but we're not talking Miss Marvel. This is point one, number one, the Nick Bradshaw black and white one in 100 variant that Marvel put out in 2011. This one's all about Nova because Nova rumors have been circulating for years. They specifically focus on Marvel bringing both Richard Ryder and Sam Alexander into the MCU in the near future. While we haven't received any formal news, Sam's first appearance in this point one issue continues to increase in value. This very rare, hard to find one in 100 made a rare appearance this week on eBay and sold for a new high raw sale of $828. The color version of this cover is a little more accessible at a raw fair market value of $40. That might be a good book to jump into. Do you get a half a point if you have the color version? <laughs> I know yeah. I got the color version too. Yeah, one in one hundred for a point one. I mean, I remember when the point ones came out. Really, nobody really cared, and then they realized, yo, there are some uh, first appearance or previews in there, and so now yeah, it took it took us a while to catch up, right? Yeah, it did. You know, because nobody really cared, and the next thing you know, boom, hey, by the way, there's 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 a gold in them their hills. Speaking of gold. Uh, halfway through the show, let's take a little 30 second break to introduce our new sponsor, MySlabs.com. Are you tired of paying eBay fees? Well, check out MySlabs.com. Tired of paying 10%, 15%, or more to sell your cards, comics, and digital collectibles? How does 1% sound? Too good to be true? Well, not anymore. MySlabs.com is the web's premier user driven marketplace for buying and selling slabbed cards, sealed wax, and now slab comics and digital collectibles. So the next time you're forced to pay 10% or more to sell something from your collection, head over to MySlabs.com and join the 1% revolution. Yep, if you're tired of paying for fees, uh, Lord alone, let alone auction fees from auction houses and everything else, you know, you can get your NFTs, trading cards, sealed wax, slabs, to go check out friends at MySlabs.com and see, uh, see all the stuff that they got. They're doing good things over there. All right, so point, we go from point one, Nick Bradshaw, black and white, one in 100, to I think a good chance for everybody to get on the board maybe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got a shot, right? Everybody's got this one. The Punisher number one newsstand, though, 
from 1987 Marvel Comics. And as we noted, the first series of today's hottest characters are seeing significant increases as collectors are priced out of their first key appearances. Well, this trend has continued on to old Marvel staples like the Punisher. The first issue is, uh, in his ongoing series has been long undervalued. Though that quickly chain that's quickly changing as seen by this week's newsstand sale for seven hundred and fifty dollars for a CGC nine point eight, this destroys the last sale of only three hundred and eighty seven dollars back in August. So clearly, these market corrections are moving fast. It's definitely time to look at every first Marvel core series, especially for those characters in the eighties. The end of bronze leading into the neon age. Yeah. Yeah. We made that up. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. You know, you got this. Anybody? Bueller? Uh, I don't. I do not. I have, I think, two, three and four, but not this one. Come on, man. Uh, Everybody's got this. No. I don't What's know. the chat? Got to say? Let's take a look over at the chat. <laughs> Shout out to everybody who's joining us live here tonight on Thursday night. We got one of the best chats going. TiVo's back. I can't hear him. Maybe he doesn't oh, know he's Can you guys it. hear me? Yeah, there you go. Okay. We oh, haven't okay. heard a word yeah. you said. Uh, no, I was just saying um, back in, uh, it was. I don't know if it was this series or if it was another series where it said uh, first uh, of a one and four miniseries, and then they end up making five of it. Was it the Punisher or was it what was that? It, the other series, it, it was oh, a miniseries, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was see, a miniseries, it was it the Punisher miniseries. This is the unlimited, but there was a Punisher miniseries when it first came out. It said uh, one of four, but they end up making five issues of it. So, um, you know, that's uh. It's it's look it up. It, it's really weird because you think you have all four, but there's actually five. But this is the ongoing uh, Punisher series. But there's a there was a Punisher limited series before this that was five issues. But on the first issue, it says uh, first yeah. one of four. It said one of four. Yeah. So uh, sorry if I timed out there, man. Uh, I got a, a I got a continuous ping on my servers downstairs because of uh, some outages I've been dealing with. So I I need to monitor it for those IT folks who know what the uh, ping IP address dash T means. <laughs> so, all right, Punisher issue number one, the new stamp from July 1987, $750, man. I meant when, when Feige finally says I'm doing the Punisher, man, it just, it's going to be ASM 129, uh, is the first appearance I do believe. Yeah. That's already out of the stratosphere, but you know, people are starting to look at the other ones that he's appeared in and that perfectly segues into the next book. Yeah, while we're on the Punisher, here's Punisher War Journal number one, the newsstand, back in 1988. Many 90s collectors knew the Punisher War Journal uh, just as well as the core series. It was this series where Frank Castle teamed up and interacted with other big-name Marvel characters of the time. So on the heels of the Punisher number one's new high sale, War Journal also had a new high sale of 500 bucks for a CGC 9.8. Is this a Jim Lee? No, this is, is Will Spertasio, I believe, okay. uh, from looking at the face. I, I did Jim Lee wrong, work though. on War Journal? Yes, he did. Oh, I... At one point, he did He did work on it. But 
For you kids, man, in 1988, there was a time where the Punisher was just as popular as Wolverine. I mean, it was huge, right? Punisher just came on the scene from the miniseries to his own solo series. And Punisher, when when a character gets more than one ongoing uh, series, then that character is, is hot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's amazing to me that it took so long for Wolverine to get his own uh, ongoing series, if you think about it, right? But uh, in 1988, man, Punisher was, man, he was everywhere, even though they really made some uh, questionable movies <laughs> for the Punisher. Uh, but uh, we shall see when it does finally get announced by uh, Kevin Feige. Um, you know, I hope they bring back Burnthal. The pure rage that man. Burnthal shows with that, I mean, just his, his raw scream. And the one episode where... They they uh they timed up the bullets with the music is absolutely incredible in in the Netflix series. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? The scene uh, he's going through shooting and it goes through the sound of music. It's pretty cool, man. The way it's edited together. So, Punisher War Journal issue number one, the newsstand from 1988. All right, we go from a, um, a possible one to uh, maybe not. I think you got a good chance on this one too if you're a Sandman fan. Yeah, let's talk about Sandman number 10 from DC in 1989. Are you still looking for a Halloween costume ideas that will scare the crap out of the kids? Well, Sandman number 10 is packed full of horrific nightmare monster ideas for you. Look no further than the grotesque Brute the Glob or the teethy-eyed Corinthian. The nightmares Neil Gaiman brings to life in these pages. Brute the Glob... <clears throat> Brute the Glob first appeared in Jack Kirby's Sandman number one from 1974, and they reappear here in the beginning of the Dollhouse story arc. They are Nightmares Gone Wild, originally created by Morpheus, but they take over the Dreaming Dimension while Morpheus is imprisoned by the Roderick Burgess. This issue also appears the first. This issue also features the first appearance of the Desire and Despair, two more of the Seven Endless. And it includes the first appearance of Fiddler's Green and Rose Walker. As news of the Sandman Netflix series accelerates, this book, uh, with its many first appearances, is catching fire. A 9.8 sold for $749, shattering the previous high of $549 set in July. And the previous high of $575 from 2020. Among the key Sandman books, number 10 has been a bit of a sleeper, wink. (laughs) <laughs> but it seems to be becoming a big book like number one number four and number eight of the run yeah so i am really stoked for the sandman series i'm a huge neil gaiman fan from his novels to his comic books and they have a stellar cast for this hopefully uh, hopefully netflix has patience with it and you know how they just do one season and they they get they just pull it and they don't tell the entire story but man and it's interesting how this is actually a dc property but it ended up on netflix cuz it was been i think netflix had the rights to it like so long ago it's been in development for like a really long time and so before hbo max came about netflix had the rights to it and so, because I, you know, you got to think, man, this would be perfect for HBO Max, right? Yeah. You know, but you know, um, it's been in long, long, long development, and it's finally coming through. And me, I cannot wait for it. If you like kind of dark stories and mythos, uh, it is uh, my great. 
Yeah, Mythos. Shout out to Otto. It is truly great storytelling by Neil Gaiman, who is one of the few people who are novelists who also don't uh, poo-poo on comic books. You know how some writers are like, eh, comic books are for kids. Well, no, Neil Gaiman dabbles in both, and he does it great. You know what I mean? Uh, so Sandman, issue number 10 from 1989, for all those weird characters that Jack just said, the bloob, the blob, the glob, whatever the, he just said. Yeah, I don't even know who the hell that is, but I'm looking forward to it, man. All right, last one on the list, but don't go away because we're going to see what's shaking today. What do we got for the last one? All right, the final one on our list tonight you. is Thor, God of Thunder, number five, the R.M. Guara, one in 50 variant. Originally published in 2013 from Marvel Comics, now with Gore the God Butcher's first appearance in Thor God of Thunder number two, the Daniel Acuna 1 in 50 variant is already super pricey. However, this RM Guara 1 in 50 variant for issue five is trying to catch up with this week's high sale of $699 for a CGC 9.8. Now, issue number five features the origin of Gore which will most likely play out on screen. The first five issues of this series all have fantastic 1 in 50 variants and are definitely worth picking up. The second appearance of Gore in issue number four has a fantastic Olivier Coppel 1 in 50 that's reasonably priced and sold for about 115 bucks in a 9.8 two weeks ago, though current listed prices are much, much higher. Man, yeah, this, this yeah, this entire run is just a great read, man. Just a I fantastic read, and mm-hmm. the, yeah, and just and it's Christian only Bale being issues. Christian Bale being Gore the God Butcher. I mean, that's just mind-boggling to me. So, um, can't wait to see that trailer too, because I know they're in the middle of filming right now. They got so much stuff coming up, but man. Gore to God Butcher. Man, if they do it, there's so much they, they bring into it. We already know Zeus is going to be in it. So, hey, Hercules is right around the corner and all that good stuff. So, Thor, God of Thunder, issue number five, the one in 50 variant. I'm not even going to try to say that last name. Vieta. Uh, That's probably little, how. There's a little been. thing on the E there. Yeah. So, uh, Let's go see what's shaking today, boys and girls, on the coverprice.com shakers list. Do, do, do. Do, do. Yeah, 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 I got it. I got it. I just it's it's out, man. Shout out to that chat tonight, man. Thank you for joining us. Make sure you do hit that thumbs up if you enjoyed the show. We're going to go hit the list. Make sure you get yourself a full subscription so it unlocks the entire list because this thing is changing every single day. Let's see what's shaking today, go boys and ghouls and gals. You are showing off, dude. You are just showing off. Off. Hey, I, what I got? I mean, the first one's got to be Mystic the Destroyer. Come on, yeah. check that one out. Oh, look at that! Yes, amazing. The look sensational at that. fighter of dictators, the mighty destroyer. This With is Mystic Comics issue number eight from 1942. Key comic, classic cover, a raw comic, thirty-five hundred dollars, man. But look at this thing, man. Cool. That's it's awesome. just, I mean, you got the Nazi right there. You got, uh, looks to be an Iron Maiden, right? The the little torture thing that they got there. Um, um, it it very much resembles Drax the Destroyer from the early Marvel right. comics, right? Yeah. If you yeah. think about Drax and the skull, um, who knows? Maybe they use this as, you know, a reference for it. But damn, tell me that doesn't look like Drax the Destroyer, especially when he had the, the skull on his chest. 
Uh, but that it's from Marvel, so who knows? Maybe they did. So this is, yeah. you know, it was the Mighty go, Destroyer. Man. They just kind of Mighty Destroyer, yeah. Walking Dead. Hey, look at this. Come America's great. Yeah, we got to go with a little Shazam there. My the, man's the got human a torpedo bullet. head. <laughs> 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 this is America's greatest comics issue number one. Uh, Who's the guy with the twenty four hundred with the flag T-shirt? Yeah, yeah, with the flag T-shirt. I was talking to my man with the bullet head over there. Yes, yeah, bullet, bullet man. Yeah, Bullet Man, Minute Man, Spy Smasher, and Mister Scarlet. Wow, wow. So uh, did I tell you guys? Uh, you know the story. I, I went to mu- movie trivia. And uh, we went to see uh, Frank and Weenie, and they had like movie trivia before it. And the guy asked, uh, "Which character appeared in the in the in the comics first, Captain Marvel or uh, Daredevil?" Um, the geek in me was like Captain Marvel, but then I was like, "Ah, I know what he's going for." And sure enough, they said Daredevil, and I was going to come with it. I said, "You knew to no, no, Shazam was called Captain Marvel, and he appeared in." The- oh, anyway, you try to bury but- that. You, you talked about that Punisher <laughs> book. Check that one out. Uh, which one? The Punisher book, one twenty nine. Oh yeah, mm. yeah, twenty five hundred for a seven point oh. So close. Uh, I had one go through my hands for a little period of time. I traded mine. <laughs> I I traded mine for uh for a Strange Tales one ten, and I'm happy about it. You know what I mean? That's a good I trade. Find, yeah, I got my first appearance of Doctor Strange for it, so you know what? I'm good. Uh, let's look at this Star Wars book, man. What is this? Star Wars Jedi versus Sith number one. Look at cool. that. First appearance of Darth Bane. Not Ooh. in canon because it's a Dark Horse comic, but it doesn't stop people. 1800 for a 9.8. Yo. Those Star Wars people, man. You guys are crazy. Shout out Love to Justin. Oh, here we go. One of my favorite uh, DC characters, man, the Spectre. It doesn't yeah, look such very a cool menacing character. in this picture. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah, he just uh, posted up. Yeah, he's just pulled it up. Avengers, yeah, uh, more fun comics issue number sixty four. Raw comics sold for twelve hundred dollars. Man, these more man. Yeah, those early golden age like Doctor Fate, uh, Spectre, Green Lantern. Those are just great, great comics. Uh, who, yeah, this is DC two from nineteen forty one. Man, look at that. Look at Ant Man getting some love here. Here, I was just talking about go. it. More fun comics, and there is his the aforementioned Doctor Fate. Uh, kind of wasting his powers or just trying to save a pilot when he's uh, like one well, of the most powerful magic beings in the universe. Maybe, <laughs> fate, maybe fate. It wasn't his fate to die, right? So this is interesting. A graded 0.0 so for a thousand dollars. I've never heard of a graded 0.0. Yeah, that should be. In- I, you know, I need to look that up and see uh, graded 0.0. Man, you went over big time on that one. Um, <laughs> Department freak of Brothers. Ah, yes. oh, the fabulous Freak Brothers. Yes. Oh man, this is this my is, kind of look book at right these here. hippies. These guys are great. Further Adventures of the Fabulous Furry Freak Brothers. Uh, this was um, alternative comics, really alternative comics from uh, 1972 when uh, just rampant, uh, you know. Drug use, you know, and I always think about that guy Crumb, yeah. and you know, he would do he was doing those weird books too. But um look at this. Look at these multiple printings there from nineteen seventy one. That's kind of twelve printing, holy moly. Well look at all it's all the it's the, the prices are all different if you notice. Sixteenth yeah, so printing. 
So they probably throughout the years that they reprinted it. Yeah. So 2003, they did it again for, uh, for, uh, 495. So, you know, throughout the years, they just That's kinda... cool. If you just look at all the price choices, it's, so it's 60 cents and then 75, a dollar inflation, yeah, man, Damn. inflation. Yeah. There's the inflation in comic books right before your eyes year to year. One dollar, one twenty-five, two, three, and four ninety-five. Yeah, man. Wow, Keeps look at that kicking. jump! Boom. Yeah, keeps on going, man. Ah, we done enough Ultimate Fallout. Look at that's Venom first book. I love this cover, by the way. This is the Todd McFarlane remastered, which he hated, by the way, because yeah, <laughs> it was basically a Todd McFarlane and an internal uh, art that he did originally and Marvel made a cover for it correct me if I'm wrong uh, and that's what it's a Tom McFarlane uh, remastered but this is uh, the black and white Venomverse number one 585 for a raw comic I'm telling you it just anything Tom McFarlane right now is is just, that is that one of the ones he won't sign because I know there's a couple of books Todd's like yeah, I'm not going to sign this. yeah he doesn't want to sign the remastered right. uh, Variant. And then there's another one that like he gave away as a special gift or something, and and if if he, you know he's like if that comes around, I'm not signing that. <laughs> yeah. It's supposed to be a gift. Yeah, Todd is full of himself to say the least. Um, here we go. Here we get some uh, some Blue Beetle yeah. love for you. I love that. Crisis imminent and Infinite Earths, number five. First appearance of Blue Beetle, the new Blue Beetle, uh, Jaime Reyes. The first uh, Latino superhero. Wink, wink. Uh, $550 for a 9.8. Wow. We'll see. That when was this yesterday, too. Wow. Comes. Yeah, man. I have issue uh, number three, which I think is first Jaime Reyes, but not as Blue Beetle. Correct. Yeah. But yeah. I think the market's going towards this one. I do believe this Elseworlds is an error variant, if I'm correct. This is the baby yeah. in a blender. No, or baby yes, in a microwave yeah, book. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, we had this on our list before. So yeah. this is the Elseworlds eighty-page giant. Uh, somebody just bought it yesterday for five hundred twenty dollars. Maybe this is our show, but who knows? Wow. But, uh, Sickos. Look at the luscious lips of Batman <laughs> and Robin. This is all I got to say. There's <laughs> puckered lips. Superman. Them on the, yeah. It's not Robin. Uh, is that Robin? Oh, look at that book. Yeah. Ah, the ascent of Tony Harris red arm spotlight variant. Uh, did they ever explain why he had a red arm in the in the films? I'm trying to remember. Yes, if they, they ever did. did. What was it? I don't think it was in the films. It was in this this comic. This oh. run, like a six issue run. They explain yeah. it. Yeah. Oh my! Five hundred dollars for nine point eight, man. I got to go look up my uh, old Marvel Droids comic and see. Oh, Invincible Number One. That looks familiar. Uh, speaking of which, uh, our man uh, Watt Jack can uh, speak to this. This what? is the Tyler Kirkham What Not Color Reprint limited to 1500 What can you tell us about this, Jack? Yeah, that's first of a five-book series right there. Uh, so, yeah, we're, What Not going deep with the uh, Invincible run. Uh, and it was originally released via a pack break with uh, Sean Big Clutch Kirkham uh, on the Comics Vault Live Whatnot account. Uh, and it's really only probably a third of the copies have been allowed kind of like released to the public. So there'll still be more opportunities to get copies of that book. Uh, yeah, I'm still waiting for mine. Is it um, absolutely. <laughs> All right. He's like, it's um, in the mail. So, interesting <laughs> enough. The guy that you were mentioning, uh, is not related to, um, um, Tyler Shot. or Robert. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you know, because I was thinking he works for Invincible, his name is Kirkman, he's but he's not related to Robert Kirkman. It's right. uh 
Yeah, it's really interesting, actually. Because uh, I, I totally thought he's related. I was like, no, he's not related to him. But uh, I was like, okay, go figure. Can't have Halloween show without giant-sized chillers. Number, Number one. one. Look at that. For You know, I'm going to say somebody bought this for a Halloween comic covers, but you being, right. I, don't, uh, I don't know if you got it. That's a soon crazy enough, investment maybe. for Halloween comic covers. Yeah. $440 for a 9.2, but look at that. Ah, I love these horror books from the, from the Bronze Age, man. Man, so a monster! Look at that. She's a, she's screwed. She's running towards the friggin' mo- <laughs> monster hiding behind a trash can. Well, what are you gonna do? You gonna you got the, the tentacle monster behind you? And That's then what you I'm got saying. This other guy. Damn if you do, damn if you don't. Yeah, frightful, fearful. First issue, closer, closer. Just come a little step closer. Uh good old monster books, man. Uh, a lot of Spider-Man on here, I see, because uh, the trailer supposedly is supposed to drop sooner than later. Here's a good one, man. Oh, Batman yeah. 655, the Cubert uh, 1 in 10 variant. Look how gorgeous that is. It's pretty. First appearance of Damian Wayne, $411 for a 9.8. I still think that's think- an underrated book. Yeah. I agree. When are we... When do you think we're going to see him in Titans? You think he's going to appear in Titans? Oh, I would love it. But they're they're just starting with um, Tim Drake. Tim Drake. So yeah, probably not for a minute. Yeah, um, yeah. The the season finale happened. It was pretty good, man. I I, I liked it. Um, yeah, it was a good yeah. show. Here's uh, we were talking about uh, Warlock. Uh, I got one of those too. Was number uh, six point five. So for four hundred four hundred five bucks, that seems rather cheap to me, man. It seems but, reasonable. Uh, let's go back to this, man. Some more horror. Oh, books. I like this one. Oh, look at that. First appearance this is the of first Talia appearance Al-Ghul, of Talia baby. Al Ghul. Four and five dollars for a raw comic. Do you, um, wow. they gotta they gotta bring her back, right? I mean, you know, you, you know, because Nolan's they gotta do Batman. her the right way, not yeah. The, I mean, Talia needs to be Talia. Yeah. It could be so good. Yeah, we shall see what the Batman. Um Star Spangled War, always a favorite on here is War Comics. Um, yeah, who doesn't like shooting a dinosaur in the face? Right? <laughs> yeah, issue number 130. The GI burned with a single blazing thought. You owe me a death. You, yours. you owe me a death. Yours. Oh, I didn't even see the little, uh, you know, you know, punctuation is everything when you're reading stuff. <laughs> hey, look at this. <laughs> hey. Batman versus Predator. Do you remember these back in the day? 1991, the crossovers. 345 for 9.8, you know. There's, I I told a story at one point. Um, Predator number one, the platinum cover was like a wall book at my LCS. It was like fifty bucks because you know back in the nineties, put platinum on something, everybody oh, yeah. was gonna want to buy it. You know what I mean? Um, uh, Usual Suspects, uh, Ooh, Thunderbolts. You know Thunderbolts is coming. What is that house this of slaughter, is, man? Look at this, man. Yeah. That is what is that? This Mike this Del- is one one Oh man, I saw one of Mike, these sell yesterday. I think Mike Del Mundo Virgin one in five hundred two sixty five for oh, raw. Wow. So this is uh, um, the house of slaughter is a spinoff from something is killing the children. Correct. Um, correct. That yeah, because got it right here. Name. I just read it actually before we came on the show. Yeah. Look at all these gnarly covers, man. There are some great covers, I got to admit, for something is killing the children. So uh, it keeps on going. Hey, look at this. Boom. Oh, Mar- yeah. Marvel Secret Wars number 10. What, Mar- what book? for 9.8. What yeah. books aren't going to be key? They're all going to be. They're all going to be yeah. hot. 
This is just a classic cover, though. I mean, you know, and you I know, need one, the, I need three, I need yeah. eight, I need ten yeah. now, just I need twelve. Them, man, oh, I only need one. You know why? They all make a giant. Yeah, just get them all, man. Just no, if you don't, we won't get FOMO if you get them all. That's right. uh, we haven't talked about Jane Foster in a while. You know, Lady Hulk action. Look at this gorgeous cover by Isad Ribic. He does some amazing stuff. Yes, he does, man. Um, Two fifty for a nine point four, and he um, does the art for that entire Thor run, not this one, yeah. but the other one. And uh, it's only twenty five issues. I recommend it. That God Butcher storyline is phenomenal. Yeah, and then it she ties like, right into this one at, at the end. And it it uh, goes right into Ghost Tank. No, this isn't Ghost Tank. No, uh, this no. is the Haunted Tank. Yeah, it is. Uh, but it is, it's not the first appearance, but this is the GI Combat, the uh, only DC presents the Haunted Tank. I remember the Haunted Tank runs, man. 245 for 7.5. Uh, so you got War Comics as well as Supernatural. It's a Haunted Tank, cat. Mm-hmm. It's a Haunted Tank, boys and girls. Come Oof. on. It's a Haunted <laughs> Tank. How cool is that? Um, look at this one. So uh, introducing Piecemeal. 250 for a 9.8. This is Incredible Hulk number 407. Does something know know something that we don't? Um, that looks like some crazy version of Hulk with a tail and robotic arms and different it? legs. He-Man he- pants. Yeah, he's going to say he's got He-Man or Thunder on the Barbarian Speaking pants. Speaking of which, like did him. you guys see the he- He-Man uh, Revelations Part 2 trailer? I have not seen it. Ah, oh, it looks incredibly looks off. It looks off the hook because you know people are complaining. Good. I don't got annoying. I'm not getting enough He-Man. Well, the in the news part two because you can always tell. Let them finish the story first, and they show He-Man just. I guess for lack of a better term, he was hulking out and just rage. Um, almost done, boys and girls. Uh, Invincible number fifty. Look at this cover. David Williams connecting cover. That's absolutely gorgeous, right there. Uh, two thirty-eight fifty for a nine point four. Mm. That I mean, I can't wait for a, part, a season two of Invincible. It was so well done. I, I mean, just I mean, go to I the think next some cover people, real quick. Uh, I just want to uh, see Invincible? what the connecting, yeah, what the uh, connecting ones were. It's uh, got to be the, the the next issue, right? The next issue, yeah. Index over the next issue. No, no. Uh, hmm, I wonder what the connecting cover is then. What's the other part? Yeah, maybe uh, it wraps around the back. What the hell was it connected to? Uh, we'll never know. It's we'll a mystery. Never know. Uh, All right. Um, yeah, man. That is it. A uh, little jug action. This uh, Spider-Man book. So uh, that's it for the... Shakers list, ladies and gentlemen. That's it for the Shakers list. For the last Lord show before Halloween, before Halloween. man, Chef Boyardee in the house going to whip something up. Just Chef looking Boy at JB. Uh, JB makes me hungry. Oh, there you well, go. hold on a second here as he shows up. Is, this is the gold foil is, variant. Are you showing oh, up yeah, my book? I thought you said you sent that in the mail already. Yeah, I'll be emailing. You listen, might listen, 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 listen. They got the warehouse has a list. There, were there you go. There's All, right. All right. Just make sure they send me a 9.9. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, you know, I need a 10. You know. I need a 10. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. All right. You know, send me two, uh, if you can. All right. Um, shout out to everybody still hanging out with us. 130 of you watching. Appreciate you on your Thursday night when you can watch, uh, whatever else. Football. We appreciate you hanging out with us. This is, I am exhausted. I will see you guys Tuesday because I've done three day, three shows straight in a row. 
I am mentally exhausted. I'm just going to relax this weekend. Sounds fun. Can't get ready for Halloween. I hope I get trick or treat. I think I'm going to go to Apple Orchard, get some donuts, get some that apple cider. Really, oh, yeah, that was really this weekend. I was really not expecting that. You were going to Apple tr- Orchard yeah, to get cider. Why not? All right. Sounds good to me, right? That's a All nice right. fall thing to do in Michigan. No? Yeah. Dark Side Jedi. Yeah, Any last words? Yeah, join me tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to be on the Three Men in the Basement channel. I got 13 books, or I'm sorry, 15 books sent back to me by CGC. So I'm going to go through those books and show them off. I got some pretty awesome grades. I'm really excited about it. Added them into my cover price already. And I'm glad I was nice. It was nice to see the little jump of adding those books into my collection. Um, Nice. Uh, I saw Nemesis Prime in the chat. Go check out his whatnot sale in about 10 minutes, five minutes now, probably. And uh, thanks for joining us. Thursday nights are so much fun. I love them. So thank you. You're muted, Tivo. <laughs> Chef Moyardi, any last words? Um, yeah, again, shout out to the chat. You know, you guys are great. We do the show for you guys. Thanks for showing up and watching. And everybody who's watching on the Rewind, appreciate you taking the time. And you watch to the end. So if you haven't already, make sure you do hit that thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. And you maybe even hit the bell so you don't miss. Because if you missed last night's show, TiVo and M- Mikey Sutton killed it. It was just unbelievable. Go back and watch on the Rewind if you haven't already. And they're coming. And oh, I did I like it. I, I, I'm live uh, five days a week now on my channel, Discovery Bay wow. Comics, and we're, we're uh, five days a week in the morning, six a.m. ish, because I'm always late, and I'm and I'm just kind of doing a little podcast that gets released on Spotify, Anchor, and Google Podcast. So look for it. It's called Nerd News Today with Disco Bay. That's me, and uh, I, and I do six topics, three minute timer. Check it out. Appreciate it. All right, let me let me uh, let me uh, address Breezy Ballistic right now. <laughs> Tyler Heineke is killing me with not knowing the slide rule. Okay. If you slide forward, you're not, you're down upon as soon as you hit the ground, you could have touched down. I don't know. That's my Sundays. Anyway, shout out to Superman comics who, who is a, uh, is a fellow uh, skins fan that well, we that just probably me. yell at the TV every Sunday, but uh, Saturday's ahead, the Jack, Michigan Michigan State game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, check me out tomorrow. Actually, if you're home during the day, Uh, Or on that rewind, I will be moderating a panel for the Skybound Halloween Expo tomorrow. Um, I think it's 11.55 Pacific time. A cool crossover panel between comics and kick collecting. Um, So all my sneakerheads out there will have a great panel of sneakerheads who happen to all be uh, comic book collectors. And I will tell you, I'll throw out a little be on the lookout for all my Walking Dead comic fans. This uh, hardcover just came out with the very Ooh. first comic art of wow. Daryl Dixon. David Finch did wow. this in wow. the same. That's the same variant style as those second print Walking Dead deluxes. Wow! This is the. Uh, this is the I think. Oh, what's it? This is a Skybound exclusive edition. So there's got a few different covers. So definitely uh, keep on the, an eye out for this one if you can get get your hands on it. That's first uh, comic art there of Daryl Dixon. Wow, that's awesome. So that's Daryl, the actual guy, drew that. Yeah, David Finch drew that. That's David Finch cover. Oh no, no, I thought you meant Daryl Dixon is the one that actually did the art, but it's just the the Daryl. Yeah, yeah, the picture. yeah, yeah, because that's dope, David Finch. Yeah. All right, so check out the is that Skybound on YouTube? Uh, yep. Is that on yep. their YouTube channel? Yeah, so yeah, check YouTube, out YouTube, Facebook, Twitch. It'll be on all their all their platforms. So about noon uh, Eastern. 
Yep. Or noon Pacific. Oh no, it's a, yeah, it's like I think it's eleven fifty five Pacific. All right, go check out Jack on the uh, the YouTube's there, uh, and uh, we will see you guys. What uh, I will see you Tuesday. I am taking a much needed I'll see you tomorrow if you join us. weekend break, uh, and I'm just gonna I'd be just happy to hand out candies. Just relax. Kids. Take naps. Last year was a bit of a letdown because of the pandemic. We had, but then on the plus side, we ate a lot of candy because we had a lot left over. <laughs> but hey. Happy Halloween, everybody. Stay safe out there. And uh, until Tuesday, for Jack the Mail, Chef JB, Darkside Jet, this is Tiva Old Selling You. Happy Halloween and keep digging in them long boxes. Peace out. Bye. Now let's do this. Rewind, select, and come again. Pull up that from the top to the very last. Jump, 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 jump. Who are you to make their lives bitter in hard bondage? In this, you shall know that the Lord is of the